Hello and welcome to Holistic Health Chats, a podcast where we chat about all things holistic women's health and everything in between. I'm your host, Selene Douglas, a women's health nutritionist with a focus on helping women to heal holistically and live pain and symptom free. I'm so happy that you've made your way here. Tune in every week so we can listen, learn and be inspired together. In today's episode of Holistic Health Chats, I'm exploring the five most common supplementing mistakes that I see in clinic, which includes making mistakes with dosages, incorrect supplement combining, taking poorly absorbed nutrients, using supplements as a band-aid solution, and also not utilizing the power of blood testing to work out what you as an individual actually need, not everyone on Google. I hope that you get something out of this episode and you enjoy it as always. Uh, If you would like to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. And my handle there is Douglas underscore nutrition. So pop over there and ask any questions that you have about this episode. If you are currently wanting to get personalized advice to support you with your nutrition and hormones, the best place to start is for you to book in a complimentary consultation. In this 15-minute consultation, we will discuss your current health goals, what you can expect from consultations, and we cover any questions that you may have. If you're happy to go ahead, we book in a time for your initial consultation, but equally, if you need a little time to think about it, that is perfectly okay too. To book in a complimentary consultation, simply head over to selendouglas.com forward slash links and navigate to the book section. Alternatively, you will also find the booking link in the show notes on this episode. We hope to meet you very soon. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Holistic Health Chats. We are discussing all things common supplementing mistakes. These are mistakes that I often see in clinic with new one-on-one clients uh, and things that I am often correcting. So they're quite basic mistakes and I'm guessing if I see a lot of people making them, maybe you are too. So to get started first, I guess my pet peeve is um, supplementing without actually looking at your blood tests. Now, when I'm referring to these sorts of supplements, I'm usually talking about nutrients. So things like, you know, your zinc, your iron, B12s, that sort of thing. Um, We first really need to look at your blood tests to know what you need. Um, What I find is that let's just take a condition like or a, a, a imbalance like PCOS, for example, one of the really commonly recommended supplements is zinc, but you might not actually need zinc. So it's obviously not going to be effective for you if you don't actually need that supplement. Um, Another really common example of this would be in recent times with COVID, Um, the commonly sort of recommended protocol, which was sort of seemed like it was worldwide, was these really high doses of vitamin D and zinc. And again, like if you're not actually deficient in those things, 
you don't, it's not going to help you. It's kind of like you're beating a dead horse. It's not going to work. We need to actually know what you need. Now supplements, um, not all supplements, of course, require blood testing, things like pre and probiotics. We're not going to identify anything in your blood tests really that are going to kind of point us in the direction of those things. Um, there are other nutraceuticals that we can use without blood testing, but I'm speaking specifically to nutrients. We need to see your blood test to know what you as an individual need. This probably leads into the next, um, I guess, mistake that, that comes and plays into this would be incorrect dosages. And I'm going to say in clinic, the one that I see this happen the most frequently with is vitamin D. And that will be because either, you know, someone on the internet has recommended the COVID protocol with like these ridiculously high levels of vitamin D that I would never prescribe to anyone or um, someone's been told they maybe did have low vitamin D levels, but the dosage that is recommended on the back of the supplement bottle or the dosage that's been recommended by their doctor is just quite frankly, not enough to touch the sides. It's not going to actually make a difference. I see this all the time with vitamin D where someone's vitamin D is really low and they've been recommended this like very, very minute dosage. And I'm looking at that going, you can take that all you want, but it's basically just going to maintain you at your insufficient levels and you're going to think that you've corrected it, but you won't have. So incorrect dosages is very, very common. And we ascertain what a correct dosage is by looking at your blood tests and using that as a guide to know what the gap is from where you are right now to where you want to be. And blood tests are really important as well, right? Because we can't improve what we don't measure and our symptoms are really important, but our blood tests provide that objective information for us to know where we need to improve and what we're improving. So we need blood tests basically is what I'm saying. Um, the other, uh, I guess one that this then flows into would be using supplements instead of addressing the root cause. So there's very, very few supplements or situations, uh, in which I recommend supplementing long-term. So, you know, a very basic supplement that I do recommend to nearly everyone is something like a good quality magnesium. And that is something that you can take long-term. If you have something like, you know, a iron deficiency or a zinc deficiency, ideally we don't want to be addressing or using supplements, sorry, as a long-term air quotes fix for that because there will be an underlying reason why you have that deficiency in the first place. So, Maybe in the case of iron, it's that you have really heavy periods. And so we can supplement all we want, but at the end of the day, we need to address why you have the heavy periods and work towards correcting that instead of just throwing more and more supplements into our mouth. So a mistake I'm saying that I see with supplements is really kind of using those even as a Band-Aid approach and not using those as a root cause. And I think that um, herbs and nutrients in general um, are always at risk of kind of doing that very thing, which we're often saying 
uh, conventional medicine is doing, which is not addressing the root cause, right? Where we might use things to manage or band-aid certain things. So supplements are great. We need them and they're amazing. I use them all the time, but we should be using them really strategically, knowing why, knowing for how long, and um, also working on that root cause as well. The other mistake that I see quite commonly is incorrect combining of supplements. So something like taking your zinc and iron together, these are going to counteract each other and not be effective. Other things are um, taking iron with a calcium containing supplement. Um, other really common ones would be, um, you know, taking your thyroid medication too close to your supplements and things like that. So incorrect combining of supplements can mean that we inhibit the absorption of them as well. Um, iron also has some interesting sort of intricacies around it um, and things like taking it in the evening allow us to absorb it better as opposed to taking it in the middle of the day. So these are the benefits, I guess, of working with a practitioner that we can help guide you through all of those um, dosing and combining intricacies. Um, the other thing that I would say is using poor quality or poorly absorbed forms of different nutrients. So not all iron is created equal. Not all magnesium is created equal. Not all B12 is created equal and so on and so forth. With a lot of those nutrients, um, they are combined to uh, another molecule or another factor, um, which can really, really impact um, its usability, its absorption, and you know any side effects or symptoms that you might get. So an example of this, um, if someone ever tells me that they've tried magnesium in the past, but it used to just always give them diarrhea, uh, I ask, were you taking a magnesium citrate or a magnesium oxide or a magnesium glycinate? What were you taking? And normally it's something like a citrate or an oxide that would cause those symptoms. Um, so looking at what that magnesium is actually bound to can make a really big difference. Um, and different types of magnesium will have different therapeutic effects. So like a magnesium threonate or glycinate is going to be much better for promoting um, relaxation of the nervous system and sleep. Um, something like a magnesium citrate is more likely to even have a laxative effect. So mm -hmm. in some people, potentially that's beneficial, but for most of us, we're not going to actually want that to occur. So that's really important um, is not just taking your supplements at face value, but actually looking at what that is bound to. And similarly, something like an iron oxide is far more likely to cause gastric upset and constipation than something like a magnesium glycinate. Um, there are many, many, many examples of that. So, you know, there's lots of different types of zinc. I personally like to use zinc picolinate um, is one of my favorites because uh, I just find that I get better um, outcomes with it in clinic than a lot of our other forms. So again, it's very, very complex and not all supplements are created equal, but understanding that. And I think the other thing to mention there is just that you do get what you pay for with supplements. And I generally don't recommend, you know, self-prescribing A, because we're not looking at what you need as an individual, but then B, you're far more likely to be purchasing some of those poorer qualities, poor absorbed, potentially supplements that are going to be causing sort of secondary symptoms like um, digestive upset as well. 
So there you have it. That's five common supplementing mistakes to be looking out for. Um, number one, I just want to stress is how important it is to get blood tests done. I recommend all my clients, um, once we've, you know, corrected everything and everything's tracking really nicely for them, that they look at having blood tests done once per year. And the way I explain this to them is it's, you know, it's just like taking your car to the mechanic to get checked. We want to take a look under your sort of bonnet, proverbial bonnet, and have a look at really what's going on in your blood so that we can see if there's any areas to improve on. I do this myself. I make my partner go and do it. And I think this is really, really important from a health prevention point of view. We don't need to be waiting until we're actually sick or have symptoms to start working on optimizing our health. And I think the other thing that happens is with deficiencies, like for example, a B12 deficiency, that doesn't happen overnight. That takes a long time to develop. Like a B12 deficiency might take two to three years to develop. And so over time, what happens is you get used to feeling like that. That B12 deficiency might be causing you to experience anxiety, mood changes, forgetfulness, inability to concentrate, poor memory recall, that it hasn't happened you know, overnight. It's happened over a two to three year period. And so it's sort of very difficult to kind of go all of a sudden, oh, I don't feel right. I'm going to look into this further because it's such a sort of slow, steady decline. Um, Often what I find is we just get used to feeling a little bit crap all the time and that becomes our new normal. Uh, And it's not until we correct these deficiencies and we start to realize how good we can actually feel that we kind of go, oh, like this is what I've been putting up with all these years. And the way that we avoid getting to that point is by getting blood tests done regularly. So if you needed to hear that reminder, do have blood testing done. Um, It's really, really important from a health prevention point of view to make sure that you're on track, your health is optimized and any little red flags are sort of picked up um, each year. So that was blood tests, um, looking at correct dosages, which we identify from your blood tests, correct supplement combining, and really not relying on supplements as a solution. They're part of the solution, but they are not the only thing. Um, And then looking at um, the best absorbed forms of supplements as well. That's it for this episode. As always, if you have any questions at all, always feel free to come and find me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. My handle there is Selene Douglas underscore nutrition. Thank you for listening to this episode of Holistic Health Chats. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a rating and review in iTunes, as this allows me to help more women just like you. Holistic Health Chats is not intended to replace medical advice, so please consult with your practitioner before making any changes to your current health. If you are ready to take your health to the next level and would like some personalized support, the next step is booking in for a complimentary health chat. Please head to selendouglas.com forward slash book for more information.